So today we start a new homily series about the goat. Now, you've probably heard that word used recently and it's really stands for greatest of all time, the goat. And so it's used quite often in, in sports analogies. So like Tom Brady is the, the goat. He's the greatest of all time as far as quarterbacks go. It's also used for coaches like Nick Saban. Spurrier and Bowden too, but you know. It's also used for, well, like this past summer we had the Olympics and Simone Biles is considered really one of the greatest gymnasts. But if you've ever noticed, it's not used for, for particular things. It's not used for everything. So like you, you never hear someone saying, that's the greatest bus driver of all time. Or that's the greatest custodian of all time. Right? It's used for, for prestigious things like CEOs or entertainers or athletes, maybe sometimes for presidents or for generals. It's not used normally in a, in a more common way as, you know, for, for someone who may not be holding one of these prestigious positions. Kind of tells us a lot about what we think about greatness and what society tells us what's great tells us that, that greatness is about fame, about being served, about what we have, what we get, being number one. I mean, there's so many that's willing to be, that want to be number one at all costs. They'll even say that. I want to get to the top at all costs. Some use shortcuts to get there. Some do it in, in an inappropriate way. And all because they want to be considered great. And so as Jesus and his disciples are going to Capernaum, they're, they're walking along the way. And, and no doubt, Jesus knows the conversation that's going on with those guys. And so as they're going, he's explaining to them what he's going to have to suffer. And so he decides to tell them, let's not tell anybody when we get to town. Because there's no doubt Jesus' fame is spread all throughout the land. And if people heard, there'd be huge crowds coming there. But that wasn't really what Jesus wanted with this. So Jesus is explaining to them how he's going to have to suffer and die. And he'll come back from the dead. He will be resurrected. But first, he has to suffer and die. And that this is the service that he's called to. Real glamorous, huh? So the disciples obviously didn't think too much of it because they're arguing about who's the greatest. Just like a bunch of guys when they get together, huh? To talk about who's the best. So what happens is, is Jesus is trying to wake them up to what they think greatness is. And so they're kind of trying to ignore it. And that can happen with us. I mean, think about it. What are you ignoring that, that God is trying to tell you? That Jesus is calling you to? I mean, we, we have a tendency to say, I'm good. I'm fine. I've got this. I've got everything under control. Jesus says, but you need me. You need salvation. You need forgiveness of sins. And the only way that you'll ever understand really what greatness is, is to recognize when you're not. 
it, it just becomes a part of, of who we are sometimes. And so we, we try to, to become something we're not. We want to become the best at all costs. And yet Jesus' patient love for us comes along beside us and says, no, no, no. You're looking for greatness in all the wrong places. Greatness isn't about being served. Greatness isn't about what you get out of life. Greatness isn't about you being number one. Greatness is about what you give. Greatness is about you serving. And so what he does is, is he takes a child and puts, it in, it puts this child in the middle of this conversation to explain something very important to them. Because I mean, when we think of children, especially younger and smaller children, we have to do everything for them. I mean, really, the only thing that the child can give back to us really is, is love. I mean, you know, helping with, with things around the house when they're younger, it's more of a pain to get them to do it than it is for them to actually do it. And Jesus says, this is who you serve. This is greatness. Because when you serve one of these, one of these least, you're serving me. And so when he calls us to serve him, he's not calling us to serve only the people we like or only the people we can get something from or only the people that can repay us for a good deed. He's calling us to serve those who can't, who can't repay you, who can't give back to you, who can't add to your greatness. He's calling us to serve those that maybe even we don't like or we don't want to serve. That's what greatness is. Greatness is not choosing who we're gonna serve and who we're not gonna serve. Greatness is service. And that's because that service is an act of love. Jesus didn't die on the cross because he had to. He didn't do it because, well, God told me I gotta serve, so I guess this is what I'll go do. No, Jesus did it out of love. He knew who he was dying for. He was dying for people who could do nothing in return, who could give him nothing back, that even our praise isn't enough. And yet, his greatness shone through on that cross. His greatness shone through in that resurrection. And his greatness shows through as he gives us an awareness of who we are, of our weaknesses, of our failings, and says, I can use that too. I will make you great. You really want to be great? And you serve the least. You serve as much as you can, as often as you can, when you can. And the example of a child is a beautiful example. I mean, service of children really does teach us that lesson of what greatness is, of serving without anything in return. And we have those opportunities here. I mean, we've got our, our sacraments for our young kids. We've got our, our explorers program for our, for our elementary kids. We've got middle school kids that would love for somebody to come and spend time with them and to share Jesus with them. Our high school kids as well. They need you. Your children that you have at home, your adult children 
They need you to serve them. They need you to love them, to give to them without reserve, to give to them without expecting anything back. That's greatness. Greatness isn't being in it for me. Greatness is being in it for them. That's what greatness is. And that's what Jesus did. On the cross, he was in it for us. And his greatness shone through in the sacrifice that he made and the resurrection that he made and the grace and the mercy that he shares with us. Just think, as great as Jesus is, he shares that greatness with you and with me.